Hello, hello. Welcome back. Or if we've got any new uh, listeners slash viewers, if you're on YouTube, this is episode two. I don't know how episode went down. Put my teeth back in. I don't know how episode one went down with you all. So I would love some feedback. But episode two is me chatting to you about identifying your time and energy vamps. So that is something that I know we all suffer from so badly. It's unreal especially being mothers or you work just if you've got other um, commitments. So I'm going to go through a few things that I know that's, that uh, suck the energy out of me, that suck the time out of me. You know yourself. It's one of them where you get up and you, you potter about with this and you potter about with that and then you look up and you're thinking, hold on a second, it's half past two and I'm going to get the kids in half an hour. Where on earth did that day go? And it's funny you should say that because yesterday I had one of them days. Now, I'm the type of person that I like. I'm a night owl. I am definitely a night owl. Um, and my nana is as well. So I obviously get it off her and I work the best at night. Well, I did work the best at night until I had children. So, you know, you hear these people, they'll say, I'm a night owl. And the other person says, I'm an early bird. I think where I am in my life now is a perpetually knackered pigeon, is what I am. Because I want to work at night times, but I know that I'm going to have to get up at the crack of dawn. So during the lockdown and the whole COVID situation, I found that really difficult because if I was to work late to try and catch up with some work because I'd lost out the six hours a day the children were at school... I couldn't then, um, you know, catch up on it the next day. I think, looking back at it, I am just a waitress at heart. I'm a hospitality girl at heart, so I was always used to split shifts. So I was used to the really late nights, the really early mornings, and then being able to catch up on a sleep in the day because, you know, raise your hands if you love a nana nap. I love a nana nap, and they're really good for you. And it stops you snacking. But anyway, so I, my ideal work situation would be after the children have gone to bed and I do a little bit of cleaning up, which obviously I avoid quite a bit because I hate it. But I then work and I might work until one, two, three because that's when I'm so like pumped up. That's when I'm least distracted. And it's probably because everybody else is in bed so I can't bother them and they can't bother me. But upon speaking about this, I, if you don't know me already, I do body shop as well, the body shop at home. And being an area manager now means I can now grow my business into the US. And I've got a fantastic person over there just really eager to join my team. So I've then decided, my goodness, I'm going to have to shift my body clock because I'm going to have to deal with that team in the hours when usually the UK would be asleep and I can get productive. But now the children are back at school, so this is just, you know, you might find this a bit irrelevant, but this is you just telling me telling you how I know I work the best. So when things don't go this way, I know I'm not going to be the most productive. So I would work till two or three in the morning. I'd go and grab a couple of hours. The kids would need to get up and then get them ready for school. I would then work for a few hours again, and I would probably go for a sleep at two o'clock. And I say two o'clock because then I know I'm only going to get an hour's sleep because otherwise I would sleep all afternoon. I love me some sleep. So that's what I do and that's how I work it and that's my ideal work day. I just catch on on that sleep in the afternoon. 
for me, and I've got a little list down in front of me of things that I know that are time and energy vamps of mine and also for you know my close friends my business friends and also just my mother friends and anybody so the first one I would see is not planning your meals uh you know I'm so bad for this but at the minute I'm getting meals from the hungry caterpillar that's local to me so I know now that that meal's ready especially for lunchtime for example so I don't need to come away from the the computer to cook a full meal and it's just there or if I have it as an evening meal so not planning your meals it's like not making sure you've got the right ingredients thinking oh well I'm making this for the children and then not having it in and having to nip to the shop to get something it's just taking something which should take maybe 20 minutes and making it take up to an hour and every time you do things like that it's just a chipping away at the time that you could be working and be productive or even looking after yourself um watching tv out of habit now i don't have tv in my house i have a tv huge tv but it's not connected we don't i don't watch tv in the slightest i don't watch anything i don't watch any soaps um but I do have like Netflix and things like that. The children like to watch YouTube and Netflix and Disney. Am I allowed to say Disney on here? I don't, I don't, I can't get in trouble for that, can I? <laughs> but, and I will watch a film occasionally and I do love to get into a box set, but I'm so strict with myself about box sets because I know if I get into one, then that's it. I'll be watching that all night. I'll be watching it the next day and no work and no housework will get done. So I just don't do it. Every maybe two months or three months, I'll let myself get into a box set. Otherwise, I just don't just don't go on there. Now, I'm not saying to not watch your favourite soaps because I know that some people love that as a bit of downtime. But is there something that you could be doing whilst you're watching and unwinding? Because I know some of us like to sit on the couch with our significant other. I mean, I don't have a significant other, but, you know, I did, you know, when me and Dan um, were together, we that we would chill out of a night time. Not that we would chat much because you, you're just chilling out together, aren't you? So, and I know some people want that because that's the only time they maybe get with the partner if everybody's at work. But think of things that you can be doing on, on um, whilst you're doing that. Could you be making notes? Could you be listening to a podcast in one ear? bit rude but they don't have to know try and be a bit sly <laughs> or could you be you're going to probably be on your phone on social media in any way I can guarantee you're going to be scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and you're getting like to the scroll of doom where you're in there for hours before you know it and have you done anything productive probably not you've been on there a couple of hours and you've watched a goat singing jingle bells and you've watched somebody meet the long lost granddad at the airport and you're crying to it and we love those adverts adverts we love those videos um you know and before you know it then you've looked at like whingy nora down the road who's whining about something else again and it's just unproductive so not that i'm saying to come off facebook or things like that because if you've got a small business and this is what some people in my life don't Um, appreciate is I need to be on there I need to be on social media because that's my life that's my livelihood but you can just like get dragged into stuff can't you so make sure you think to yourself tonight when I'm sitting down I'm going to go and follow some of my potential customers I'm going to go and like and comment some on some of their Instagram posts 
I'm going to have a scroll on Pinterest and save some um, ideas for my next project. I am going to go and research some hashtags and things like that. Make that time just really productive. And do you know something? It's such a good feeling because I'm telling you now, if you've got a lot of work to do, and you you know you want your business to grow, and you've sat and watched TV and scrolled through like boring things on Facebook, you feel crap. Is is what you do? Is you just think. My God, once again, four nights in a row I've done that and I've achieved nothing. So yes, I've gone off on a tangent, which is what I knew I would do, which is why I try to keep these to 20 minutes and why I've got a list. Oh, I've actually covered that without even realising. So a to-do list. I love a good list. Um, Dan, uh, kid's dad mocked me somewhat rotten because I've just got lists everywhere. I've got lists of lists and everybody knows I love a good list, but the problem is <laughs> I've got lists everywhere and I don't know where I've put them and, you know, so you can't rely on your memory, especially if you're me. Any of my long-term clients will know fine well I need a prompt occasionally. Uh, it's like, I don't know about you, but I remember big things. So I remember this person has booked a full package but if somebody says to me, can you move that apostrophe on my logo? You know, if they've messaged me while I'm out, I'll say, yeah, yeah, I'll do it when I get home or I'll do it when, when I'm back in the office. That Them tiny little jobs just slip through the net. So if you can help me with that in any way, <laughs> you know, keep my memory fresh and hot. I mean, I do need an admin. I really do. But at this moment in time, it's not going to happen because I don't have time to train anybody. But procrastinating is another one. I am queen procrastinator for sure I'm procrastinating now I should be doing other things at home <laughs> I've got a list as long as my arm thankfully though because I had company at the weekend my friend Julie came to visit for my we had the body shop Christmas conference online so that meant I had to clean my house my house had to be clean because people were coming to see it so at least I know my house is not a mess so that's good lack of organization you know, not blocking your time properly. Um, so tempted and sidetracked by distractions, you know, which I think fits well with, um, you know, procrastination. But I'll tell you what's a, a really important one is something that is a huge, huge thing for me is overloading yourself. Putting too many things on your to-do list or getting yourself into a position where you've got too many things to do because my first reaction to that is it's like the whole fight or flight situation I look at it and I think I don't even know where I'm meant to be starting with that and I walk off like even after doing this for I think I've been doing it five years now I still now even though I know I should be doing it in chunks I could still walk away from it quite a few times because it's just so overwhelming and I feel like I'm not going to make a dent in it but it's just about small chunks isn't it just doing it in small chunks I would like to know if anybody else is like that that whole overwhelm thing where you think I've let too much happen here I quite often do it with housework or laundry and then you just don't do any I mean how counterproductive is that look at all that laundry in that corner oh, I should really do some of it but then thinking, uh, there's a bit much. I'll, I'll I'll just go and do something else, and I'll come back to that. And I mean, you know, you know as well as I do, tomorrow never comes with that sort of thing. So when it comes to them situations, and I do try to action it. I'm not sure if you've ever read Mel Robbins' Five Second Rule. But that's a really good thing to be able to just do something, because our body will just naturally tell us 
oh no 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 you don't want to do that you know and our brain and we'll move away so what you need to do is just, just do it just do it right then and then unless it's uh, dangerous obviously disclaimer there I don't want you doing dangerous things so what's this one say check any emails when you can't action them which means then you're gonna have to read them twice setting time to do your emails because it's so easy especially when you're with google things popping up and sinking here and there and everywhere and i'll read things and then i'm gonna have to go back and then rewrite them down and do things so set some time for your emails and check your messages a huge one which i would tell you which is a, a massive massive um vamp of your time and your energy and your just your mental bandwidth in general is not having relationships that add value to your life that might be a relationship with a partner that might be a relationship with a friend and sadly enough that might be a relationship with somebody in your family if they don't serve you well the best bet is to really just get rid but if it's a family member and you know you can't you know i've had a lot of customers and customers I don't like using that word clients um I've had a lot of clients and they do have people in their life which just not supportive they don't understand they're very negative they're very maybe self-centered and they really find it difficult to get themselves motivated because of it then just limit your time with them people where you can because they're just not serving your high purpose either they're really really just not serving you very well so Take a look around you. Like, I've had a friend before. I mean, not a, it's not a friend now. Um, many moons ago. And they just whined all the time. And I loved them. And I love them dearly still now. But it was so draining being their friend. And they probably felt the same about me. In fact, I'm the reverse. I, I can guarantee I've got friends who will, will you know, think to this to say... I can be too positive. I'm one of them people when you literally want to just have a day to feel sorry for yourself. I am that person that's like, that's me clicking. I don't know if that shows. <laughs> um, getting all up in your inbox, being all excited, telling them ways which they can make them feel better. Try this, try that, try the other. And that's great. That's great 80% of the time. But I know sometimes people just want to have a day where they put the slobby clothes on the house pants as we like to call them and just have a day feeling sorry for themselves so that there I will hold my hand up I'm not not the best for that but yes read those people who are toxic in your life or just don't inspire you like um you know if they if they don't like nourish you you don't need to be spending a lot of time it's like you are the the average of is it the five people you spend the most time with? So look at the five people that you spend the most time with. Are they uplifting? Are they positive? Are they excited? Are they um, intrigued? Are they creative? Are they um, always seeking more? Then they're the type of people you want to put yourself around. And it's like the say, if you're the, um, is it if you're the most intelligent person in the room, you're in the wrong room because you won't get anything from that. You know, you go where you've got you've got people to learn from from. And I surround myself with people like that all the time and it benefits me immensely. So uh clutter. We're, we're moving on swiftly here. Clutter. Oh the bane of my life. I own so much stuff. You know, let me know. Let me I don't have any comments. I don't know how podcasts work, but just let me know if you also have a lot of clutter in your life. I actually think as a creative person it's 
part of our nature to just be messy and to just have stuff. I've got crafting things, excuse me, I've got crafting things there that I've not used for years, but I've got them just in case I want to make something for somebody or the kids want to make something for somebody. So it's like, come on, Kelly, get a grip of yourself, get cleared out. What else have we got on here that I think that can help you? Being intentional. How many of you do things with intention? And this is going back to things like your gratitude, um, your mindfulness. And I know a lot of people find that arty-farty, but I'm telling you right now, if you can just encompass a little bit that in your life, you can only benefit from it. So being intentional with everything you do. Intentional when you're eating, you know, I sit at my desk and I'll eat. I'm not thinking about what I'm eating. I'm not thinking about the beautiful flavours of the, the food that I've made or the caterpillar has made. Um, I'm not thinking about um, the, the textures or anything like that. And it's those small things that you learn to just be so appreciative of. And it's just like take yourself out of the chaos and have something to eat and do it with intention. If you're going to watch the TV or, well, no, not even the TV. If you're going to go for a walk, do it with intention. If you're going to meet somebody, do it with intention. Plan to do things and do it for a reason. Um, what is... No, I don't think that's relevant. I don't think that... This is my big long list of things that you can't see that I can and half the time I can't even read my own writing so and do you know why I have this list let's just let you know now I have this list so that I don't just go off on a tangent I don't think it's helping (laughs) I don't think it's helping at all so what other thing I would also say to you to do is batching any of your errands and work things together I can't remember the exact number. I will pop something on my social media, but I think I want to say seven minutes. It takes you seven minutes to get back into the frame of mind to do something. So perhaps if I've got the computer open and I'm designing somebody's logo and I'm tap, tap, tapping away and then somebody calls me and then we chat away, it's then going to take me seven minutes. I will uh, clarify that for you, but seven minutes to get back in the zone, to get back into that work, to get back where I need to be. But it's also, for example, if I was creating content for my social media, doing one or two posts here, then going and um, clicking away on somebody's logo and then going and taking a few photos, it's so unproductive with your time because your brain's switching up so often. It's taking that extra seven minutes to get back into where you were, get back into the zone. So like I'm doing now, and that's probably why you can see the same clothing that's on, I'm not a scruff, is I'm batch creating my content. But don't get me wrong, I will be um, putting up fresh things in between as as I know them. But I am using today to create these podcasts for the next month and then I'll do the same again and then I'll have a day where I'm going to create a month's worth of content for Mumsy which has been severely neglected Um, and then I'll take the time to do um, probably just a week's worth of body shop posts because that changes so much and offers are always coming on and um, things like that and I always want to offer different things and play different games so I can't be too ahead with that but I will do that all in one go 
batch some cleaning all in one go, batch some laundry all in one go, keep them because you just lose the place where you are and you just lose focus. So I think that is pretty much going to wrap that up for now. I will pop more on the social media, which is mumsy underscore mail on Instagram or just mumsy mail on Facebook and the website, which hopefully should be up and running now, www.mumsymail.com. Head over there. You will always find a lot more content. You'll see my beautiful face popping up for you. You'll see some inspiring quotes. You'll see some amazing work that I've done. You'll see some amazing work from clients, you know, because I do like to promote um, clients where I can, because if I can help their business in any way possible, which is another thing, is me, tangent, told you. Um, If ever you work with me, I don't just, you my regular customers will know about this. I don't just forget about you. Um, You know, if ever anybody says to me, oh, I really want one of these, I know you do that. I know you create those. I know you sell those. And I will always send people your way. So that's always a fantastic thing. And do you know why? Because I just want to build a community of absolutely amazing, creative, kick-ass women where it's just going to be... you want to, I mean, I can't wait till I can just get enough people to meet up, but I just want to get in a place where the room is just absolutely electric with inspiration and the buzz of people passing ideas and being um, encouraged by other people and being lifted by other people and inspired and empowered. And I know it sounds a bit like, oh, la di da. But that's just who I am. And if you're one of my friends or one of my clients, then you know that's the type of person that I am. You know, I will always be there. Whether, you know, I might not meet you for a long time. I've got um, a couple of best friends, really close friends. And I moved closer to one of them, thinking, oh, I'll see you more than once every six months. <laughs> and we didn't. But knowing she's around the corner is good for me. But I've got I've got two of the best friends and I can't even remember the last time I've seen them. So, but they know that I'm always at the end of the phone and vice versa because when you get to be an adult then time's not really your own I mean I don't even know where I was going with that but I just want to thank you again for coming on here and listening to me and just joining in the conversation and if you think that this podcast would help one of your friends or one of your creative buddies um, then tell them about it and then you know we can just share the love Thank you very much for joining and I will catch you in episode three, which is all about finding inspiration. And we all need to know about that, don't we? Goodbye. Thank you.